Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, the comets from both Armageddon and Deep Impact. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror, the ones who didn't get to tell their tales. Everybody's been rejected in their life. Everybody has wanted to have friends who didn't want to be friends with them or somebody who they liked who didn't like them back. We've all felt rejection. Myself, I wanted to be a fifth grade camp counselor in high school, and I was told no. And I'd like to think that it's probably because of my grades were so they were they were terrible. My grades were really bad. But I've never been rejected and called cruel names and really shunned for the thing I love the most. Well, that's what this week's guest went through, and he told me all about it. Welcome back, neighbors. This week, I wanted to give a shout out to some recent Patreon patrons. Big thanks to Phil Feiss. I think I'm saying that right. Fias, if not Phil, I'm very sorry. And to Nick Petri. Nate and I appreciate both of you and your support so much. Now, if you're not familiar with Patreon, you can support us by making donations on the site, patreon.com slash dead. It'll help us get the show going. It'll give you cool things like some swag and behind-the-scenes info and fun little things like that that everybody enjoys. But that's patreon.com slash dead. All right, enough of my yammering this week. I'm sitting with buddy Matt Cantanzano. Matt, thanks for doing the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. I'm very excited that you're doing this. Yeah. Uh, this was very fortuitous that you and I should have met yes. for the first time in person on Monday. Yes, we just did a show at Second City, Hollywood, yeah. and uh, I had a Michael Myers pin on my jacket, and Yeah, then, which I wear. It's a very small pin, but it's one of those things where no one ever says anything, but when someone does, I'm like, well, friend forever. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice this small yeah. Michael Myers mask on yeah. my jacket? Well, it, I zeroed in on it when I yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah, you saw it. It was all you saw. That I was, was it. like, all right, yeah. well, then we're fine. But, yeah, Friends forever, good. I guess. Yeah. Uh, didn't know you were such a big big horror fan big horror nerd yeah that's my um it's my mo that's what i am known for you know uh, like when it's your birthday and people find out on facebook like they get that alert so they send you a message yeah that's what people do for me for like halloween like around oh, halloween right. i just get messages from people i haven't talked to in forever They're like hey hope you're having a good time during your special <laughs> your special season right. uh you know good luck with birthday everything. month yeah like yeah we're last yeah i'm like oh yeah. cool that's birthday's yeah. in april but man people really <laughs> Come October, I'm getting those. I'm they getting see calls. a bunch of uh, BS on Windows, and they're like, "Well, Catanzano's <laughs> probably somewhere pretty psyched." <sighs> uh, you're from Boston, right? Yes, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, how was it growing up in Boston in terms of like horror stuff? Did you guys have, like, do you remember the first time you saw something that that spooked you? Or yeah, um, I actually this is so I'm a, uh, other than just being a horror nerd, I'm a hoarder. Um, yeah, I have, I don't throw anything out. And recently my, my family moved from like the house we grew up in and I had to go into the basement. They're like, the basement's basically all your things from your entire life. Could you please throw them out? Yeah. And one of the things I found was a, uh, a card from my grandmother, a Halloween card, which I didn't like who sends a Halloween card? A grandma. Yeah. Not, a grandma yeah. sends a Halloween card, yeah. uh, from when I was in third grade, I guess. And it was just her saying like, Hey, Matthew. I uh, heard you went to a, a spooky haunted house with your aunt. I hope it wasn't too spooky. Happy Halloween. Oh, no. And then in the card, still there, was this little pamphlet for saving your soul and going to heaven. Come on, really? Yeah. And I was like, wow, I've always been like this? Like, I must have, like, <laughs> gone to this thing and been like, I liked everything in there. And my aunt was like, uh-oh, you... Saving your soul. Yeah. Were they were they religious? Big religious family? I, mean, I have like a, a Catholic family, but yeah. my parents, like none of us cared. I went to Catholic school, but you know, 
God, that's a that's a tough thing to drop on a. Wait, how old did you say we were in third grade? In third grade, it said in the oh card. God, that's <laughs> it had like the the date and like. I was what could like, you have possibly done? You're a sweet little boy. I'm a sweet little boy. I just yeah. I feel like my mom was like he really liked it. My grandmother was like, that's great. I'll send him a card, but also I should double check. <laughs> Just make sure he knows that, you know. What about now? Are you not related to horror or movies, but are you a practicing Catholic or religious at all now? Uh, not really. I did that thing where you fall. I'm like so fascinated by it. I actually yeah. enjoy going to church. Like my family still goes on like Christmas Eve. That's the one time they go. And I'm like psyched to go on Christmas Eve. I'm like, tell me those stories. I, they're great stories. I, But I still get the hard sell from my grandma about oh, really? holidays. But like. You know, we're all going to church for Mother's Day. Yeah. And then let it sit in the air for a minute. Oh, yeah, I have that. No, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, certainly. So, gr- so grandparents fun. and aunts and stuff are still like, yeah. you know, Easter's coming up. Are you coming home? And I'm like, am I coming home? <laughs> right. No. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I don't have, are you paying to fly me? I'm, no. I, what do you, you know what I do, right? Yeah, I watch yeah. Critters 2 on Halloween. <laughs> I mean, uh, Easter. That's my Easter horror movie. Leave me alone. Yeah. I didn't get it with the horror stuff, but I definitely get it now into my 30s about, it'd be nice for your mother if you could go. My yeah. mother's fine. Yeah, she, she doesn't care. Yeah, she, I mean, would she like me to go? Sure, but... But Boston's a big sports town. That, it, yeah. So everybody is like, sports, 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 and I'm one of those people that still, to this day, uh, will occasionally got, get called out because I'll call a um, practice or rehearsal. They're like, <laughs> how, how often did the Celtics rehearse? I'm like, Matt, I will kill you. You can't, <laughs> if you say that way. I can't tell if you're doing it on purpose, and I'm like, ah, oh, that time I really wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and my family didn't care about sports. We had family movie night, like not family game night. We mm-hmm. did family movie night and we would either watch the X-Files when that was like big and popular oh, yeah. or we would yeah. watch a movie and my dad put on martial arts movies and my mom put on right. horror movies and that was like how we That's, lived. You mean you got the best of both worlds. Yeah. That's we would great. watch like the Burbs and Gremlins all the time. Joe Dante is still my favorite director and I partially from just growing up and that being like, <laughs> sure. we're watching the Burbs again and I'd be like, yeah, we are. That's we great. Are. Uh I, yeah, I love that they were willing to show that to you. Yeah. You know, or, you know, share that with you, I guess. They were super young, and I feel like yeah. my parents did the thing where they they were like, we want to watch this. Yeah. Can we get away with... <laughs> and look at you. You turned out fine. Yeah, and I'm fine. Look at me. <laughs> um, I make $1,100 a year. <laughs> I'm doing great. Super well-adjusted. Michael Myers pin on my jacket. It's April. <laughs> I'm fine. I went to a, a bunch of us went to a, a baseball game back in Detroit, and we went with a friend of ours, Mark, who's not really into baseball, but he knew that we all were, so he thought it'd be funny to keep calling them their little costumes. Like, yeah, I think they all look so nice in their little, little costumes. costumes. Like, Stop calling it a costume. <laughs> but it is. It Everyone's is dressed up. Yeah. Come yeah. on, it's the pageantry. It's lovely. still a show. You can go and watch them rehearse before the show. It's you, crazy. You, yeah, you get an inside peek of the rehearsal. Yeah. The show. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's total. It's so yeah. It's Pretending so it's not top. seems crazy to me. I'm like, come on. Yeah, I can't be that yeah. serious about it. <laughs> Yeah, but that's tired. Boston people are like, you know, live and die by some of that stuff, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it didn't, it didn't, yeah, just didn't, didn't, still doesn't hit me that way. I don't have that competitive streak. Well, we uh, we share a friend from uh, you've worked at Improv Asylum. Yeah, uh, you're a big part of that. We have a friend uh, Ryan uh, oh, Bernier, yes. who is everything you're talking about. Yeah. He's like he's like if Boston came to life and then walked out of the city. Yeah, super intense. I mean, I I, I know 15 of that guy, but like, <laughs> right. you know, I can't go to a bar if there's a game on because I'm like, who likes fireball? <laughs> you're like, go away. This is very important. I'm like, but it's not. <laughs> like, I, no, yeah. It's, it's just not. Anyways, I have a, a fan theory that all of, all of Corey Feldman's characters are related. It's the same guy <laughs> just like moving across the country having these things happen to him. Do you want to hear it? And they're like, it's... The, I almost call it the finale. It's the, 
It's the finale of the baseball. It's the series finale of this year. You baseball. know what's happening. <laughs> They're little costumes. But they have good haunted houses in Massachusetts. Do they? Yeah. Any big, I, I like asking this with people. I talked to our friend Joel uh, Boyd, who's from Wisconsin. Anything in Boston, like a local attraction or myth for you growing up? Because we had some of those in the Detroit area. There's a lot of ghost story stuff. There's, uh, it, you know, Boston's so old. So yeah. we have all those, uh, like the Omni Parker house is this hotel that I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And my fiance and I would go there all the time and like get drinks. And it's, you know, they have one of the rooms that they don't rent. It's like 1408 in there, you know, That's like great. there's a room yeah. we don't rent. Anyone want to hear about it? And I'm like, I do. Yeah. I, want, I want to hear about it. And they're like, yeah. sir, you can't come back. <laughs> This often, like we, we, we certainly don't time. mind, but we now have it on a pamphlet. I'm just going to hand it to you. Please read it yourself. It's nothing you haven't heard. Yeah. You know all this already. Uh, yeah, there was, I, I love those things as kids and trying to like work up the, the courage to go as with like your group of high school friends. Oh yeah. Best to go to those places. There was an asylum, like an abandoned asylum that yeah. like was one of those things that like, you know, how far you got, how close you got to the asylum was like how brave you were oh, really? in high school, you know, because like everybody would like hop the fence. But like, would you go, you know, like towards the parking lot? Yeah, <laughs> would but... you get to the door? Like, you know, we heard Ricky made it inside. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And then if you're there, you have to stay there for like three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You have and to then... be in there and then like run out. And like, I, you know, I love that. I'm like, I'll, all day I want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to say that I was a part of a, a group of my friends in high school who used to like bags of poop on people's porches. But, sure. Uh, We've all seen Billy Madison. You know? <laughs> if we were, you know, this story might be something I was a part of. But when you go up to a porch, we we went out one night and a bag was lit on somebody. Not we. A group of people from my <laughs> school. full of holes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I believe you. To light a bag of poop on, on the porch and we quickly realized that nobody was home and the fire was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, so no. we had to go put it out. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. That's Well, that's the real horror. Yeah, stepping in dog shit. <laughs> I wanted somebody, somebody else to somebody, do that. No, somebody setting a fire to someone's home. Bunch of kids came to my house when I wasn't home. Just set it on fire. <laughs> I admire our maturity. And it 16. smells like shit. Well, great. <laughs> I admire our maturity for not pulling the, uh, he could be hurt, let's get out of here thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that house is burning up. We got to go, man. We got to go. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. Oh, thank you. Um, any... any uh, like Halloween horror traditions, since it seems to be so. Yes, yeah, so it's 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 very important to me. Um, I actually write and direct a Halloween show every year. Uh, this coming year will be the tenth year that it's run at, oh, okay. at Improv Asylum in Boston. So every year I I go back there and I work on that show, and that's mm-hmm. like my baby. I have the you know, like a logo that I drew for, which is a jack o' lantern tattooed on my arm. So you know, uh, you showed it to me. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, I show it to very few. <laughs> somebody, you led with that. Too. Somebody has to. Yeah. Well, I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> I was like, he won't mind. I did. I wanted this. <laughs> oh, can you imagine I'm not single? <laughs> but so I work on that show and I go to Halloween Horror Nights every year. Mm-hmm. And I've been every year for 16 years straight. Um, and in Boston, my family, we, we would go as if, like my family loves this yeah. stuff too. My mom, especially. So we would go to Orlando to do it. And now I live out in California and I live down the street from it. So, yeah. you know. Uh, you write an original Halloween show every year to Improv Asylum? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every year it's a whole new script? Yeah. Me and bottom. the cast like put yeah. together a whole new show every year. The cast changes kind of slightly depending on who left the main stage and who's mm-hmm. still there. Um, but there's always like a framework. It's kind of framed like, are you afraid of the dark? So there's Love like it. a fake campfire that I have down there. And then like people go around the campfire for a specific reason. And then from that, uh, all the sketch and improv are the stories being told around oh, this campfire. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, and you also shared with me that you wrote a prequel to the Ghostbusters. Uh, oh, yeah. So Ghost, 
Um, and then you. It's, Anytime it's somebody starts with, and you also shared with me, I'm like, oh, God, what did I say? Should I have said it? Probably well, I mean, not. It's, you know. So the, um, when I write, I write mostly horror and horror comedy. Um, when I watch things, I watch horror and horror comedy oh, yeah. for the most part, you know? Um, but at one point, a few years ago, I wrote a prequel to Ghostbusters uh, as a musical. Mm -hmm. And it was about them as children. Uh, going to camp Aconda, mm -hmm. uh, where Ray has the memory of Stay Pup. And I just kind of did a little revisionism that like they were all there together. That was the first time they encountered ghosts. And that's where Egon first gets the idea of like, we could build a containment unit. Um, it'll take a lot. And then it takes, you know, the 30 years for them to kind of right, put all right. that stuff together. But uh, ghosts is never said. We never say spirits. There's no proton. You know, like it's right. it's basically just like Egon's called E. I was just like, how can I get a, can I get away with <laughs> a story of three children at a camp that is haunted and like really kind of mirror it to the first Ghostbusters and make it a musical? Yeah, I never, never it has not know, seen the light of day. I just have not. the script. It just it just exists. Yeah, 120 pages. You said? Yeah, yeah, it's long. <laughs> It's long. Not many, a ton of songs either. I was going to say, how many songs are in this? <laughs> not, not a ton of songs. I was like, well, I don't, you know, who cares about the songs? <laughs> we open with a song and we close with a song. Open, and close, in middle, one nothing. in the middle, Ray has a song about uh, religion and uh, <laughs> what it means for ghosts to exist. So it's a yeah. fun song. You get it. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's uh, for everybody. Uh, I don't um, know why it hasn't been made. It's so weird. We could, I mean, I, look, there's got to be a space in LA we could put this up. Oh, at least a table read. 100%. I got to dust that thing off and take yeah. a look and see see what happens. Yeah. Well, Matt, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks for you, coming. You with. have to leave. I, yeah, <laughs> I got to go. You, I got to get out of here. Uh, but you can feel free to stick around and play with this stuff if you want. Oh, uh, yeah. I love dials. <laughs> right, we're we're going to take a break and come back and talk to Corey Burgess. Hey neighbors, Adam and Nate here to talk to you about Patreon. Now, this podcast is possible due to our Patreon patrons, and you can become one by going to patreon.com slash myneighborsaredead. Supporting the show on Patreon's easy. You pay what you can, and in return, you get My Neighbors Are Dead merch, behind-the-scenes info on how we make the show, a shout-out on future episodes, and more. You may be wondering what we use this money for. Well, we use it for things like production costs, website hosting, traveling for the show, and our monthly meds. We are both severely medicated sad but true now podcasting isn't cheap and we appreciate any help you can give if you'd like to see how you can help out the show go to patreon.com slash my neighbors are dead thanks for listening and now back to the show thank you for doing this thanks for having me yeah i appreciate it yeah um, I can't wait to hear your story, but uh, did you find the place okay? You've, everything's... Yeah, I got dropped off. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, we'll get you out of here on time. Thanks. Then, yeah, get you to your ride. I'm talking to... My mom's outside right now, so she's like kind of like... Oh, she's just waiting? She's just waiting. Oh, great. Because otherwise, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I guess that's true, yeah. Uh, I'm talking to Corey Burgess. Hi. How are you, Corey? I'm pretty good. Uh, are you from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, or... Yeah, originally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Louisiana's great. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah? A lot of like... Stuff goes down here, though. Uh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. a lot of big stuff goes down. Yeah. So, what happens when you're near a swamp? Yeah. Um, well, let's just jump right into it. You are the original creator and owner of the Monster Squad. Is well, that right? Yeah, kind of. So, I had this idea to create a creature club. Okay. 
And I went to a couple guys at school and I was like, we should have a creature club. And they were like, go away, Corey. And I was like, oh, hear me out. We'll like, we'll meet. My dad has a furnished basement. We can go down there. It's yeah. got, it's got, it, this thing has everything, man. It's got, <laughs> it's got a pool table and a ping pong table. That's awesome. Yeah. Poster Kathy Ireland. I like that. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? I, she's very pretty. And so I was like, we'll go there and we'll talk about creatures and like, we'll have a good time. And you know, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll definitely do that. And then like out of nowhere, they have a monster club in a tree house. And I'm like, that's almost the opposite of what I said. It seems way shittier. Yeah. I'm sorry. Crappier than having a furnished basement. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we could be indoors. They can yeah. only do this when it's not raining. Uh, so, I mean, Sean mm-hmm. takes over as a club leader. What does that do to you? I mean, have you thought about taking Sean's a natural born leader. I will say that. Yeah. He's, he's like kind of a dick. Yeah. Like he's always been kind of like, he's a little mean, uh, to everybody. So it's like a little weird that he's like, Oh, look at this inclusive club. And it's like, Oh, really? Right. Right. Uh, hello, like the, the Stephen King rule shirt, my idea. Yeah. That was my idea. I was like, we should get t-shirts. Maybe they say Stephen King is great or he rules or something like that. Right. And Sean's like, why don't we get Judy Bloom is nice. Oh. Like I heart Judy Bloom. And I was like, this is what I'm talking about, man. I want to have a creature club. You got to like, you got to focus. I wonder if that has anything to do with his little sister getting involved in that because. Yeah. Phoebe the Phoebes. Phoebe the Phoebes. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. The guy's nicknames for everybody. Like everyone's mean. Yeah. Like I'm super nice to Horace. Even Horace blocked me out. Horace is like, nah, I'm with them. And I was like, they call you fat kid. <laughs> what do you, like, I call you by your name, dude. Yeah. They call you fat kid. Yeah, That's they call tough. You fat kid. That's those are your friends. Your friends are like, "Hey, you're in this club. We're gonna watch you climb a tree." Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine just having gotten to know you. You're not gonna. You're not the type of guy that calls everybody a fat kid. If they're, no, def- you know. No, I call everybody in their name. Yeah, because you're a decent person. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's what I was raised to do. Any thought, or did you think there was any chance whatsoever that the creatures you were sort of admiring in your creature club would come to life and wreak havoc on your town? Yeah, actually, so my family uh, had Van Helsing's diary. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Van Helsing's like my great-great-grandfather. <laughs> oh, is he really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm related to Van Helsing. I can't imagine why they wouldn't start a club with you. Yeah, well, I'm, they just don't like me, man. Also, a lot of the stuff they don't believe. But his mom must have believed because so she stole that. Like, she says she got it from a garage sale. But here's the thing about garage sales. The stuff in the garage is on sale. Right, yeah. Not... Not the things in the house. Right, right. Like, she went into our home. That wasn't a glass case. That's burglary. Yeah, she just took that. <laughs> That's a crime. I came home, and I was like, where's, where's great-great-grandfather Abraham's diary? And my mom was like, should be right there. And then I was like, oh, garage sale. It's not there. Yeah. Oh, my God. So she stole... She stole, gives it to them. It's in German. They can't do anything with it anyways. But, like, my family always kind of, like, passed down these stories of, like, oh, these creatures are real. So, mm-hmm. like... You and your friends as extracurricular should like really think about them. Oh, okay. I, I kind of like that getting you prepared for what, what could potentially happen. Yeah. Like it probably won't happen, but like you might as well know about this. I guess so. It's better, you know, it's better to be prepared. Yeah. Than, Especially knowing that almost like the entire concentration of every monster is going to be in this one town potentially at one point, you know, yeah. it's like there's an amulet in this town that is pretty important. <laughs> yeah. And if, I mean, I, like, I can't imagine if, if they knew about it, other monsters must have known about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, monsters are, <clears throat> came on, pl- they flew in. <laughs> For this thing, so it's like yeah. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. 
So, uh, you know, you mentioned you have uh, your great or your grandfather Abraham's diary. Yeah. It's written in German, though, yes. Yeah, definitely. And how did you get that translated? So I never did. So okay. that was part of the problem was that we, we just thought it was cool to have. Oh, right. So you didn't know what it said at all. Oh, no idea. Got it. Okay. But also, okay. I'm not going to read someone's diary. That's also disrespectful. <laughs> it's also your grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am, I doing? what am I doing in his diary? Yeah, you might hear some stuff. Yeah, you don't want I don't want anyone reading my diary, which is a journal, <laughs> by the way, just so you know. Such. And yeah, do I carry it around with me all the time? And is that maybe why I'm not in the Monster Club? Of course it is, okay? So every no. once in a while, you drop it, a bully knocks it out of your hands. Somebody picks it up, and they're like, you had a really lame day yesterday. And I'm like, don't read that. Bullies are the worst. Yeah, bullies are the worst. And there's a ton of them at our school. <laughs> the only person that sticks up for anybody is Rudy. And Rudy, if you think about it, you know, he's nice and everything, but he's like not that cool. Yeah. You know, he's got loafers. Yeah. He rides a bike, not a motorcycle. That's, like, you know, the yeah. way we treat the guy, I'm like, everybody calm down. And he only joined their club to be a peeping Tom. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. At what level, like, at some point, I bet we look back on this and we're like, that was never okay. That was, yeah. That, you know, that's my childlike foresight. <laughs> these were indicators that he was going to do something awful at college. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. are, yeah. These are the signs that we're all like, no, oh, it's nothing. Uh, it's just isn't, boys being boys. Isn't that fun? Yeah. And you're like, it's not. So you have a lot of bullies at your school. Is it tough to, I mean, can you go to the teachers or, or, the, or the principals or anybody and say like, hey, I'm getting bullied. People are knocking my diary or journal out of my hand. No, they're like, don't have that. <laughs> you know, like they're like very much in like, well, like don't be the way you are. Uh, that's, you're a target. You're making yourself a target. The principal's like, you're making, like science is cool. You're being a target. That's not cool. And I was like, sir. Wow. I don't like. <sighs> that's tough. Yeah. What, what? What passion brought you to this job when you're talking to me like this, you know? Right. Um, any thought to maybe start in another club to kind of rival the Monster Squad? I mean, I, ever reach out to maybe other people who feel like they might have been rejected or I think made feel be, lesser than? I don't know. I think it'd be hard. I think it has to be about something like trolls. It's got to, like, I would have to, like, come up with a whole new, yeah. whole new thing. Because, like, the other guys, they're, they're not even a club anymore. Now they're a squad. Yeah, and they right. got the army behind them. The army, which only showed up because of me, Eugene. Is that right? Little Eugene, right? So this kid, I find him. He's walking to the post office. He's a child. I'm like, "Where are your parents, dude?" Right. And he's he's got just a note that says, "Dear Army guys," and he's like, "I'm mailing this to the army." And I was like, "That's not how mail works, Eugene. That's not how mail works at all." My dad's a mailman. I, yeah. Like, let me help you. So yeah. like we need an attention, we need like an address, we need stamps, you know. Right. So I like took care of all that stuff, and then I get mailed. Then like the army shows up, and they're like, "Oh, who sent this?" And like part of me is like, "Well, me, realistically, sure, because a kid was just gonna you know put paper. He's a stupid kid in a mailbox, and that yeah. wasn't gonna get to anybody anytime soon." <laughs> I'm amazed at their uh, <clears throat> at the speed at which they responded to dear army guys. Yeah, that's crazy, Tom. Yeah, like why you gotta get? Come on. <laughs> I mean, you can't say, like, I guess it's the easiest one to spell, like Navy guys, Marine guys, or, yeah, you know. Well, yeah, well they're coming on land. Yeah. <laughs> you and, need. and they showed up in force. <laughs> yeah, too late. Yeah. Too, yeah, it was way, everything was way done. Everything's so done. Yeah. It was like, we like already took care of it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm at home. No idea any of this is going on. That's... I just thought we were having a storm. Oh, so you missed out on all of it. I missed everything. What did Nobody you... even thought to, like... They started bringing in so many other people that aren't yeah. even like technically in the club. Yeah, I'm like, well, uh, you couldn't, Sean. We live on the same cul-de-sac. Right. Just, just grab me. You need all the help you can get. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, so Phoebe, uh, Sean's little sister. Yeah. Uh, as as I hear it, was able to somehow 
convince the rest of the gang that Frankenstein, not that bad, right? Yeah. yeah. Any thought that maybe he might toss her in a river? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Well, that was also partially why I don't think they liked me. I was constantly like, listen, the monsters aren't even really bad. They're just misunderstood. They don't right. like, know how to operate. And they're like, cool, that's not fun. Like, <laughs> what are they? How do they kill? And how do we kill them? And I was like, well, that's like a, like a true misunderstanding of what's right. happening. Like, a lot of these guys are just like, where do I exist? You know? <laughs> I'm cold. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, I'm cold. Yeah. I'm hungry. Like, yeah. was that fire? Fire bad. You know? Right, like, right. like, leave this guy alone. Yeah. So I was kind of like, if Phoebe gets tossed to river, that'll teach them a lesson, but also not help my point, which was like, this guy's probably okay. Right. So I was always kind of like keeping an eye out on that because I was like, that tall guy is definitely... Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, he's big and green. And like, yeah. you know. They also hate that I just call him Frankenstein because here's the deal. Yeah, let's get down to this. We don't, everyone's like, well, if you really like stuff, then you know it's Frankenstein's monster. It's like, well, how do you know he didn't name him Frankenstein? Yeah. Like if, if I made a thing, I would call it my name. Like why, you know? Yeah. We don't know that he didn't do that. We don't know. It's never been documented. You're absolutely right. So I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm calling him Frankenstein. Leave me alone. And I feel to him it's a little disrespectful because he's a little more than a monster. Yeah. That's the thing. No wonder this guy's so sad. Right. He's not just some piece of property. Yeah. He's a guy. He's a, well, I mean, he's a guy. See, we could start a club. I would absolutely start a club. We could have a creature club and be fine because we're talking about the same. We're on the same page. No, I don't think a creature club should be anything that excludes anybody. I think it should be welcoming to all. Wow. You heard it? Here first. <laughs> you heard it from me in the past, but probably more people heard it. Well, I, heard it. here yeah. first. Yeah. I just wish more teachers would have been, you know, accommodating to let you get that message out. It's the school. late 80s, man. The teachers are, they're tough. It's not an they're, easy time for Yeah, teachers. they're like, yeah, I was bullied too. You know, deal with it. And that it's like, does, it, yeah. what, in what, how? I don't know how that, that be helps. your, yeah. Yeah. Look at you now. I don't want to be a teacher at this terrible school. No. So don't, well, maybe I shouldn't be, but don't let me follow this path. Um, is any relationship with the scary German guy in town? Uh, other than that, like, I don't call him that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this kind old man that lives in our town. Right. And these guys are like, that's what I'm saying. Nicknames for everybody. Everybody's something. Scary German guy. Fat kid. You know, it's like, just... Leave the guy alone. My mom goes by all the time. She brings him cake and stuff. That's nice. Yeah. That's very neighborly. Yeah. I feel like that guy's got a story to tell. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like, yeah. There's some stuff about that guy that my mom's like, when you're older, I'll tell you about. <laughs> She's like, where are you in history class? And I'm like, pretty much nowhere. <laughs> She's like, all right, well. We just got here. Yeah. Yeah. We just got to America. And yeah. like, I don't know, we were about to have Thanksgiving. And she's like, oh, well, yeah. some stuff's going to come up. And when it does, I got to tell you about our friendly German neighbor. Yeah. It, it's, uh, I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's going to take a turn. Yeah. Yeah. It, pretty much immediately after that dinner. Oh, really? After, right. Right after that? Pretty much. That's yeah. quick. Yeah. It didn't take very long. That's a quick turn. That's something the teacher's taking for. We've been on Thanksgiving all year. <laughs> We're just still doing it. I've you been, started on I've been tracing my hand on paper, making little turkeys. Really? All year. What grade are you in? All year. <laughs> I'm in ninth. You're in ninth grade. <laughs> I feel like that's a little below your grade range. You should be. You it's with this town <laughs> is nuts. I think monsters are the least of your problems here in Baton Rouge. Come on, man. I'm not. You, I get this fine. from Sean. I get this from Patrick. I get it from horse sometimes. Right, like, yeah. I don't need it. I don't need it here. Yeah, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be ganging up on you either. Peacock I just, coming after me now. Yeah. 
I'm not coming after you, Corey. I swear. I I, I think you're. I'm a little old. <laughs> Older than you probably thought at the start of this. Admittedly, yes, a yeah, little bit older. All than right, you well, yeah. yeah, surprised me too. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was on, you know, still thinking I was right in the wheelhouse when you were drawing your hand, but then you told me you're in high school. Yeah, well, drawing hand all year is wrong, no yeah. matter what the grade. You're, so, I want to <laughs> yeah. say, I you're a year that. away from driving. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> Not good. If you Ter- my depth perception. Oh, really? Yeah, that'll do it. Awful. Yeah, you can't. You got to have good eyes when yeah, you drive. Yeah, I can't. I can't ride a bike. That's also part of it too. Is like, kids and groups always have to have bikes and like cruise yeah. around town on bikes and like I gotta get dropped off. <laughs> yeah. I just I need the address. I need it in advance. I need to clear it with my mom. I think it's great that your mom is willing to do that though for you. Yeah, she's a nice lady. Yeah, she seems very cool. I mean, I haven't talked to her, but everything you've said about you her. You can't after this. She's in the car. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I'll swing out. Let yeah. her know that everything was cool. In here. She just reads in the car. Oh, really? Yeah, she cracks a window for herself. And nice. In the car. What does she read in the car? Oh, okay. I'm not an adult. Um, <laughs> uh, Corey, if, if you were to start another club or is there anything you want to be involved in that you'd like to maybe get some of your classmates or anybody who might be listening to this involved with? Because I feel like you didn't get a fair shake with the, the now renamed Monster Squad. That's so. true. Anything you want to be involved in or want to, want to tell us about or anything you got going on that we can come check out? From the reports from those guys of what they dealt with that night, like I didn't hear anything about like little toilet creatures. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to start a club that just like mainly focuses on like something that could bite you at your most private. All right. Bite you at your most private on your private. On your privates, yeah. I think that's a great club to start. Yeah. Uh, you shit where they eat. Yeah. You know, like that's saying. <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't shit, shit where you eat. Yeah, I shit where you eat. Yeah, yeah. that's where they right. They eat where you. That's like actually what they do. Right, and that's terrifying. Yeah, like that's the wants. one place you're supposed to be safe. Yeah, because you don't see it coming. Yeah, it's yeah. It the literally... shower like kind of safe, but like you could also slip and fall. The toilet's like ultimately the safest place. Right for anyone, you would think at any until time. you find out that you know the pipes are filled with ghoulies. <laughs> well, uh, if anybody out there wants to talk more about ghoulies. Uh, find Corey Burgess in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He'll be with his mom. Yeah. Um, in a car traveling. And if it's parked and the window's cracked and you see a lady reading, he's in one of those houses. Yeah. Ask her what she's reading. Yeah. We, now, we, now I'm curious. I feel like I don't ask my mom enough questions. Yeah, you, you should know? talk to your mom more. I talk to my mom. It's important to you know, be tight with your parents. Yeah. All right, Corey, thanks for coming by. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show was produced by myself and Nate Dufort with editing done by Nate Dufort. Original music was composed by Jesse Case with additional music by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by Mark Nishan. Corey Burgess was played by Matt Catanzano. You can find Matt on YouTube at Happy Ghost Productions. He has a show around the Los Angeles area called Late Fees, and if you're on Instagram, he's at Matt Catanzano. If you'd like to support My Neighbors Are Dead while getting unique swag and a look behind the scenes of how we make the show, go to patreon.com slash mynaborsaredead. No amount is too small and every bit helps. If you have yet to rate and review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. And you can find us on Facebook and at Instagram at mynaborsaredead and on Twitter at mydeadneighbors. Stop by, give us a follow, and share your favorite episodes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. 
We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. Hi, this is Will Hines. And this is Kevin Hines. We are co-hosts of the podcast Screw It. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. You love Spider-Man, so listen to us as we go over his original 1960s comic books where you'll meet all of these characters for the very first time. Dr. Octopus. Aunt May. Jay, Jonah, Jameson. Fancy Dan. Also, we're brothers, so that's cool. Yeah, listen to Screw It. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. New episodes every Wednesday. On Campfire Media. Campfire.